The Baby Lambs podcast may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hi. Hello. Welcome to our fourth Mother Effin episode. And in this episode, we will talk about dicks. We will. All types of them. It's... It's a, one of our favorite topics. I'm surprised yeah. we haven't ex- we haven't spoken about them in more detail. I know, but I think we were waiting for like an even numbered episode that wasn't number two, mm, which yeah. we should have talked about shit in that one. We really should have. We should have talked about shit on dicks. Dirty Sanchez's. Mm-hmm. Dirty Sanchez's. Dirty Sanchez's. Yeah, I learned that from Deuce Bigelow, Mel Gigolo. Oh, that was an education. It was something. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this is our fourth episode of the Baby Lambs podcast, and yeah. <laughs> it's been a ride. Um, you know, we probably should get started by saying we're sorry that the that episode three, um, you know, was a little delayed in release. It wasn't due to lack of effort. Definitely, Lisette here is a champion among champions, and she thank is. Thank you. Thank you. She did so much to try to figure out why our feed was just not you know uploading to iTunes um but all of you were so lovely so lovely and so understanding and you still came to visit our website to listen to our episode and that is just the bee's knees my friends you guys are literally the greatest but um warms my heart but we figured it out so hopefully you know we shouldn't have any issues but welcome to episode four um, a lot has happened in the past week. Yeah. And an equal amount of nothing happened as well in the past week, too. But, um, but, uh, I, I guess to get started, I was away. I was in the Dominican Republic. It was my first time. Me and my husband were gifted with an opportunity to visit the Dominican Republic. And, uh, and we stayed there for an entire seven days yeah you did yeah um and you know it was very uh relaxing um it was a it was very it was a unique a unique time you mm-hmm. know we uh i don't know what we were expecting when we went to the dominican republic i guess we we were just assuming you know that we would just easily transition into these beach people who just you know drink all day and lay all day and burn all day and and like it wouldn't be you know a problem for us but um but we were wrong it was really hard for us to do from the very beginning up until the like fifth day of our stay um but we did have our our challenges you know um we lost power several times uh, but it was at no fault of the, of, like, it was like, like the entire island was losing power or like repeatedly. Welcome to the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Island life. Island life. Island life. And, um, but we made it through, we, we found our way to navigate through, uh, this, this new life and tried to do as much of little of nothing as possible. And, and, and I think we, uh, find, found a way to achieve it. And uh, we're back, maybe about a hair shade darker than we were before. We really layered on that SPF 50, and uh, and now we're back. But I feel a little disoriented. I feel like I haven't really like readjusted yeah. to like having a schedule. Is it because your power hasn't gone off? 
No, thankfully. That and, like, my air isn't humid and cold at the same time. That's terrible. It was strange. Oh, did you, like, would you, like, step in? Was it carpet or was it tile? It was tile, which was probably even scarier. Did you, like, walk in and, like, take off your shoes and, like, slide a little bit? Actually. Because that happened to me. You know, the, okay, so the hotel, yeah, so our room was, we were on the first floor, and it was all tile, which actually, you know, of course, made more or less sense, because people were coming in, dragging in, like, sand mm-hmm. and stuff from the beach, but, like, they had one of those showers where the shower um, doesn't, you know, like, the floor is just an even floor, you know? Mm-hmm. It's not like you step into the shower, it's like the shower is sort of like a seamless, like, you just kind of end up in the shower when you walk into the bathroom. And it had this, like, little piece of glass, you know, like those mm-hmm. chic, like, minimalist showers. But I feel like the glass pane wasn't, like, white enough. Oh, I hate that. It just was, like, it, enough. Was, it was just enough, but not enough for anything. So every time we took a shower and, and we would lay down towels and stuff like that, that whole floor would just be... Like, it was like a slip and slide in there. And how we both came back, like, not injured is really a miracle. But we would warn each other. Like, we would take showers and, like, it's and and it became a joke after a while. Because, like, we would take a shower and we would both go to each other and be like, be careful when you walk in there. Like, take hard steps. You know, really sink your feet into the ground. Yeah, where you walk and you're, like, making a claw with your foot. Yeah, just to, like, grip whatever you can find. Um, but, you know, like, no fault to the island. I mean, Punta Cana is a beautiful place, and, and the water was beautiful, and the the pool was fun, and we got into several water balloon fights with strangers, and, oh, I never, I didn't tell you that story. No. So, um, so this resort was not quite, like, a neat, like, the other resorts around, I think, based on, like, my, uh, surveying. Oh. Of, of other patrons who were, you know, going, who were staying at other parts of, like, other resorts. Like, this one was really dedicated to being very, like, low-key relaxed. You know, like, they had a club and they had a casino, but both were, like, itty-bitty little things. It was kind of like they had to have those items mm-hmm. just in case there happens to be a person that wants those things. But their whole thing was, we want to be as chill. Like, this is literally a resort where you go to the beach... You go back to your room, you take a shower, and go back and you eat. Like, it's not, like, party central. However, they did have activities. So, like, at the pool, like, they had, like, their pool people, Mm -hmm. you know, the pool activities folk who were really, really nice. And um, they would do, like, a series, like, like, the activities ranged from, like, half exercise Okay. Like, they would teach you how to, like, dance bachata and salsa so how interesting do people look after they're like thirteenth presidente? Um, a lot more red than they were before. There was definitely a really strong mix of like European influencers. There was a lot of like oh, so there Germans, Norwegians. There was a lot of very very white uh, Europeans, Anglo-Saxon, Anglo-Saxons, um. And there were some, like, you know, we we there was a lot of Argentinians hmm. as well, funny enough. That's pretty rad. Like, the that was, like, the only other Latin influence, weirdly. It was, like, all these Europeans, a bunch of, like, 
like Midwest Americans oh from my God, you I know wish. like Nebraska and some. We met a great couple from New Jersey. We like were you like oh do you happen to know Matt? <laughs> I tried. I'm not even gonna lie. So this couple was they were like they were really great. They were this really great like gay couple um, who like of course. They travel very often, and they have great lives and all okay. that stuff, and they live in Newark. And I was, I would talk to them about Jersey, and a part of me wanted to be like, oh, Mike, I, I, I talk to somebody about Jersey all the time, but I couldn't remember, like, the town name. Oh, and, I don't. And when I asked Matt about it uh, yesterday, uh-huh. I was, you know, telling him the story. He was like, don't worry, even if you told them where I was from, they wouldn't know. It is because it's like you know, like a one street, like kind of like a little town, but um, but they were really great and they kept and they actually approached us because, um, you know, my husband Gabe has a lot of tattoos, and one of the tattoos he has is a um, he has like a whole sleeve of bands, right? And one of the band tattoos is a bad religion tattoo, which really is kind of off putting to a lot of Catholics because. The logo is literally the sign, like the cross mm-hmm. with a big cross through it, but it's really a band name. Um, and that couple saw him in the pool and were like, "You like bad religion?" And Look they like that. went on and they just talked about like all the punk shows and that's really cool. It was really sweet. And every day we would see them, so they would like oh we would always find them somehow in the pool. Mm-hmm. Like in the pool they would find us, and then we would always we would just complain about the resort to each oh. other. We'd be like, did you lose power last night? I lost power last night. No kidding. I wish. I went from like, when because my Michael and I went three years ago. Yeah, three years ago. And for us, it was like we went from Miami to Miami because our resort was larger and it was definitely a party resort. Mm. So all you would hear was like, chancletera and oh, yay. Unavi or Oreste, <laughs> bang, mira. It was so <laughs> annoying. So it was like so, pachanga all day. All day, every day. And it was wherever you would go. You would go to the buffet to get your habichuela. They're yelling <laughs> in the buffet. You go down to the pool to relax. They're yelling by the pool. I've never been more like anti-Cuban. I am Cuban. <laughs> in my life than when I was there. I was like... You guys, I want to escape you. <laughs> and here you are. Here you all are. This is where they all are. They were terrible. Terrible. It, you know, that I will say I didn't get. You know, I'm lucky on that sense. Oh there was just a lot of... we Like, honestly, the people that we were able to meet were just... You could tell they were so grateful to be there like we met some people from the uk we met some people from canada like people who were like who you could tell had been waiting and planning to come to the dr to like see the sun again to like bask in its glory like they were so excited to be there and me and gabe were definitely the sore thumbs in the group (laughs) because you know, they would talk to us, they would, we would tell them we were from Miami, and they'd be like, oh, then, like, you have all this, and we're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, it's it's still nice to yeah. hang yeah. with you people, you know? It was, they were, it was, it was, I mean, like, I can, I can, you know, pinpoint a few things that were, like, 
a little, you know, it was a long time to be there. It was, I think a week, it was, was a little too long for, for me and Gabe, but you know, we, we've found ways to make it work. We brought yeah. our switch. We <laughs> played a lot of video games. Um, yeah, you were basically at home, but by the beach. Pretty much. We, like, we went to sleep at the same time every day. We woke up at the same time every day. Like, I mean, I, I, like, it wasn't a hard, it hasn't been a hard time adjusting to, like, necessarily, like, waking up early, because we woke up at the same time that we do every single day anyway. But, um, but we were next door, funny, we were next door to these, like, Irish people, Mm. like, from Ireland, and... (laughs) God, the Irish are very proud, man. They're very proud people, and they brought, like, their flag. Are you kidding me? I'm not even kidding. Oh, my God, that's great. They brought the flag, and they, like, stuck it on the... The door? Nieso, like, in the sliding glass door. So, like, our front... We were on the first floor, right? So, like, the first floor overlooked, like, parts of the pool and stuff, and, like, the big walkway that Uh everybody would have to travel. So everyone walking by there would see this giant Irish flag sticking to this sliding door. They were, and bro, did those Irish people party. Like, me and Gabe are, like, knocked out at, like, 9.30, and you would hear them, like, drinking and, like, loud. Like, you would think they were fighting. Like, and they smoked so much weed, Oh my God, so much weed. But they were so nice. They were such nice people. But they were like, 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 see, like, I kind of, you know, I I experienced their fun through them, but not through myself. Like, seeing them be like super loose and like, like, disregarding sunblock and, you know, like burning to all hell, but like, they're having a great time though. I was like, see, like, it's worth it for me to see how happy this environment makes. Yeah, it's so just many odd because it's like we left our climate to go to the same climate, you know. So it's, you're just kind of like, okay, well, I know what this is gonna do to my body, so I'm gonna just pack on the su- the sunscreen and call it a day. Right. I mean, even though I don't think I've ever been as tanned as I was. Than when I like came back from the DR. Really? Yeah. Well, I wonder why that is. Was it because you were just in the sun the whole time? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, for sure. It has to have been that. For sure. I mean, there seriously came a point where me and Gabe finally figured out because, like, Gabe is Gabe treats his tattoos like, you know, like they're like his investment property. And you know are. what I mean? They are. They're big investments, but like to a degree, like you gotta you gotta chill though. Like he's, you know, he's. <laughs> He's a Latin man too. He he gets color, but he was hiding under everything. If you could, he was wrapped in towels. He was had a hat. He was too funny. Every time he would send pictures of Gabe, like just under a towel, <laughs> I'm like, why? No, no, no. Why? And he would wear his like long sleeve like Disney running shirts. Like he was like not about getting any sun on his tattoos. But he still at one point, I think I think it was the last day when he was like, that's it. I am not lathering this sunblock anymore. Because, you know, like, I, I take sunblock very seriously. Like, I try to, you Yes, know, Ashley's as fair as the skin on Snow White. I really am. It's, you know, I'm not, like, I'm, I have not been blessed with, like, that beautiful olive skin that Lisette has and, like, other members of my family do. I just go straight from white to red to peel to white. Like, it's You not, go from albino lizard white? 
to like I don't know. Like I, I don't like, know what other lizard I could say. Like was it's, red. it's like the <laughs> Or like the underbelly of the male green lizard. Like when they're like the mating call, when the neck. Like, I'm yes. Fuck you. I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> no, absolutely. And I was and, and honestly the only reason I got a tan was because I had SPF fifty on. Okay. So like this is a tan. I'm, but you look great. Thank you. I actually, I'm not gonna lie, I dig it and I get it. And like, I've been looking at Gabe like a piece of meat since I got home. So like, cause you know, <laughs> we're back under our fluorescence and he'll like walk around the house and talking whatever, you know, about whatever movie or video game or something that happened to him. And I'll just like look at him like, you cute though. Come here, sorry. Tap that ass. Yo. What's your name? <laughs> He got like, cause he got, cause the last day he literally gave up and was just like, screw this. I'm just gonna like not wear sunblock and just lay out. And he just like turned this beautiful golden color. And I'm like, motherfucker. Why not me? Why not me? Never me. But anyway. I would totally go back if, again, if there was like a group situation. Yeah. And for like. Four days. Yeah, no, not seven days ever again. But like a f- like four days, like a nice long Yeah, it's like a happy medium. Is is definitely, definitely worth it. Yeah. And I would like to do an excursion because we didn't do any excursions while we were no. there. But it was funny because like we were we were thinking about doing one of those, like they had this place, what is it called? Like Adventure Land, Adventure okay. Island or something, where they had like the um what's it called? The zip lines and they had um like a dinosaur land, like you could walk around, they had like big, whatever. They had like a lot of these different activities there. Um, They had, what is it called when you're in like the giant bubble and you run in the bubble? I didn't want to do that, but they had that. when you're in the bubble and you run in the bubble. I don't know what it's Mm -hmm. called. Where they like roll you down a hill. I don't know why anybody wants to do that, but they had that. I did that a lot as a kid, so I'm good. Uh, It seems like vomit. Like it can't. It's not that bad. No, I feel like... It's just scary if like... You're seeing a rock, and you're like, oh my god, this is the way I die. And then nothing happens because you can't even feel it, unless it's a sharp rock. Then, good luck. Well, they had that there, too. And we thought about it, and then, whatever, we just got too lazy and didn't, and we didn't want to spend all day there. Trying to figure that out. And on our way from the hotel to the airport, we passed it, and you could clearly see a woman on that zip line, like it was one of those like long ass zip lines, literally stuck in the middle, like just hanging in the center of the zip line, like Bro. with no help, <laughs> no one I pulling anything. I would have died. <laughs> I was, I was like, no. Thank God, I that wasn't me. No, no, Michael. Like every so often, he's like, oh, like you know, we should go to like Costa Rica and like. Do the jungle zipline, and I'm like, of all the things I'm ever gonna do anywhere, ziplining isn't one of them. Like, <laughs> no. To the marina. No. Getting stuck? No. In the middle of the jungle. Oh, and the best part is, I have a friend that was like, oh my god, it would be so much fun. Like, you see the monkeys jumping around, and I'm like, wait. Like, in this jungle, it's not like clear of wildlife? <laughs> the monkeys are just jumping about? No. No. Yeah. The only one I wanted to do, and I'm guessing that's not the one that the woman was doing, there was one zip line that would like that went into this very picturesque like waterfall and I was like, that that looks 
like my jam. But I didn't, but I felt like you needed like water shoes or some shit. Cause knowing me, I would find a way to land into this water and like cut my foot in half by something in there. And like, and then I'm sure that the person running it would be like, no, never in 45 years have we ever seen this. And you're like, well, I'm here to prove you wrong. (laughs) Have you met me? But whatever. It was great. I'm so happy to be home. Me and Gabe could not be more content to be back in the U.S. Happy to have you. Welcome back. back on behalf of the entire United States of America. Thank you. We appreciate your efforts in returning home and risking it all by traveling outside of the United States. <laughs> uh, well, it was it was a blessing. It's a blessing to be back. Yeah. And so while we were having all of those technical difficulties last week, it was also Mother's Day weekend. Oh, yeah. And Ashley missed it because she was having too much fun mm, yeah, in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But I hung out with my moms. Yeah, how was that? That's fine. We just hung out. Did you guys gossiped? Do anything? Like, did you guys go out or like? Yeah, we had a mother daughter day that we've never ever had in like the hundred years that we've been a mother daughter duo. <laughs> uh, because she's just too di- well, you know this. She's like really difficult to like take places, mm-hmm. and I was not proven wrong. She was complaining the whole way, <laughs> and not complaining about like my driving for- or anything for once. It was just kind of like. The way people were driving. I took her to Doral Place. Or City city Place in Doral or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. I'm here like, mommy, we're going to go. There's stores. Like, it's outside. It's really pretty. Da, da, da. Number one, it took us 30 minutes to figure out where the fuck to park. Because <laughs> the main parking doesn't have any signs. So that was one. Whatever. We finally park. We start walking. There's only, like, one little hallway with stores that didn't open till noon. We were there at 11. Everything else was restaurants. Like, just these, like, massive, like, mall-style restaurants. Yeah. And it was all outside, but it was, like, a rainy day, kind of. So, it just, like... Yes, it was a really rainy Mother's Day. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. And it was it was kind of muggy, but thankfully it wasn't, like, that muggy. Um, so it, it was just basically like her and I just complaining about how terrible the route place or city place the route is. Cause it's just, it's nonsensical. Like you're just going to, it's basically like a fancy food court. Uh, but I've heard so many things. Like I've heard a lot of people. I also feel like those people it. don't get out much. That could be too. And a lot of those people have kids. I don't have them True. and I get out often. True. So I'm like, mm, I'm not into it. But at least you both could, like, you know, just like it yeah. together. Oh, you know what it basically is? It's, like, City Walk and Universal. Ah, okay. Just, like, a bunch of restaurants. None of them are clubs, though. Just They're just restaurants. And mm-hmm. they have a piano. They have a piano? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and a, and a movie place. So that was fine. And then I took her to lunch at Buya. Nice. And she really enjoyed it. It was just, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Yeah, because your mom isn't, like, one for restaurants. No, so at all. At all. No. I mean, she still complained the whole time because she was starting to feel full and she felt like she had ordered too much food. <laughs> but we had a good time. The conversation was good, so that was nice. Aww. Are you going to, like, do any, like, post-Mother's Day celebrations with your mom? I'd like to. I saw her on... I did pass by on Monday. I came... I went and just... 
yeah. you know, said hi to her and my grandmother and regaled them with my, uh, with my adventures. You know, my mom is a very, um, she's a great mom, but she's a very, she's always, you know, very nervous about when I travel and, mm-hmm. and, you know, I think that's never going to change. I think that's yeah. what most mothers are. Um, so she like made, you know, she was very just like thankful I was alive, frankly, and con- considering that I had been messaging her and, like, sending her video chats while I was in the Dominican Republic of, like, oh, the power's out, and, oh, we, we they, you know, it shut off while we were eating dinner was in anyone, big restaurant. Was anyone in the background being like, eso no pasa en Cuba? <laughs> I wish. I wish. No, I'm telling you, I was, I was a great Spanish speaker. I'm proud of you. Well, by comparison to, like, the people from Ireland, I was excellent. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was excellent. Did they give you a gold star at the end of your stay? Uh, they gave me diarrhea. Mm. Well, okay, fair enough. So, that's fair. Was it from all the bean salads? They did, you, know, you say bean salads? I, I barely got a single bean. There was only, like, one buffet there that had, like, um, that had beans. Mm-hmm. And we never went to it because the other one was, like, by the ocean and beautiful. So we went there all the time. Okay. But, like, no, we didn't get no bean salad. I, it was the water, man. It was yeah, definitely yeah, the water. Yeah, for sure, for sure. There was actually, I'm sorry to go back to this, but there was one point where we were on the, so like, you know, I was talking about all those activities that they make you do or whatever, mm-hmm. and we were laying by the pool, and um, since Gabe wanted to participate in like every balloon fight and like anything that would, you know, allow him to exert like angry energy at strangers, he would sign up for. So like the pool staff got to know us as the people who would be willing to participate in these ridiculous things. So at one point they get up and they're like, oh, we're going to dance salsa. And they, that's when they start playing Carnaval by, Ce- by Celia Cruz like mm-hmm. 45 times. This is the only song that they know. Yeah. No, it was literally the only song. And they were teaching along with it. So it'd be like, let's go back to the beginning and like go back to whatever. That's the oh, point. Oh, my goodness. So they came up to us and they were like, oh, are you guys going to dance? Are you going to learn salsa? And we're like, no, our stomach's kind of hurt. We're just going to lay that. Da- we're going to lay out by the pool. And the lady goes... Tell me, what is wrong with everybody? Because you're not the first people to say that your stomach hurt. Like, what what do you think is 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 the issue? Because like, you're like the sixth couple that I've come up to, and everybody's saying they have hurt stomachs, and I just looked at her with these eyes like, foreign, food poisoning, foreign stomachs. That too. Yeah, no, I don't really think it was like the food. I think yeah. it was really that we weren't adjusting to the food. Like the purity, the purity of the food. Yeah. But um, but yeah, like she came up to me and said that, and me and Gabe's eyes just went. Like, oh, don't tell us that. Terrible. But um, but yeah, so I went to see my mom, and we talked about all that stuff, and we hung out a little bit. My mom is kind of like your mom, where like getting her out of the house is like a mission and a half. Like she's not, she's she, she, she and she has her like scheduled outdoor activities like she likes to go to the stores that she likes to go to on the weekends like like Home Depot and TJ Maxx and like deviating from that is only for like special occasions like if she needs to buy an outfit she'll go to Macy's you know (laughs) but um I'd like to to go out with her I have to touch base with my with my older sister and see if we can get something together because usually what we do on Mother's Day is we um we kind of like take her out to lunch and then we go see like a like whatever chick flick is is on in theaters at that time. Oh, I think uh, Life of the Party's out. 
What's life? The one with Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, actually, that's the one that my mom wants to see. I was like, oh, I'm between that or watching I Feel Pretty. Because last year, because we've already, because I feel like that's, this is the time of year when Amy Schumer and Melissa McCarthy come out with films. Yes. Yes. Because last year we saw um, the, uh, the movie with her and Goldie Hawn. Snatched. Snatched, is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's Snatched. And then the year before, we saw the Melissa McCarthy movie with uh, Kristen, uh, Kristen Bell, where she's like, where they like, Girl oh, Scouts, the boss, the boss. That, that one. one was pretty good. That one was cute. That one was yeah. cute. Both of them were cute. So I think it's only fair that we, yeah, they check them out. We check them out. Yeah. So I don't know when, but hopefully, at some point this weekend, we'll make it happen. That's yeah. cute. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other things to touch base on from this week. How about this? Yanni and Laurel. Oh my bullshit. god. I I think what's what's the most interesting aspect of this experiment is how like divided and angry people are at each other for hearing different things. Yeah. Like if you hear Yanni, then you're No, there was one that was like, Oh, if you hear a which one is it? If you hear Laurel, then it makes you like this, this, this. <laughs> like you're basically like this beautiful person, whatever, whatever. But if you hear Yanni, you're like the kind of person that puts like milk first and then the cereal and like all these <laughs> terrible things. And I read that and I'm like, I do that <laughs> because I don't like soggy foods. Don't make me feel bad because I don't like soggy foods. You put the milk before the cereal? Yeah. Or if I put, like, the cereal first and then the milk, I eat it really fast. Oh, wow. I hate soggy cereal. Oh, my God. Because it's, it just, it get it reminds me of, um, like, gelatin, oh, or, like, yeah. gelatinous things, and that just makes me want to gag. That's why I didn't finish my mer- lemon meringue pie. Really? Yeah. Look at that. I learned something about you every day. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah, no. So I was like, I was reading, I'm like, damn, people. <laughs> I know they're Some cold. of us have problems. No, and then they're like getting insulting, like, oh, well, if you're hearing Yanny, then it's you because you're old and old people can't hear. High frequency. Yeah, I'm like. I honestly just want to be like, I am sorry. I had no idea that you were like this expert on like old people hearing. Yeah, like the inner ear canal. I didn't realize this was your jam. How about last night I heard Laurel pretty, like, it was clear. And then this morning, my ears were like, no, bitch. Today, you hear Yanni. So I heard Yanni all day. And then I, like, checked it again in the afternoon. Laurel. You know, and it's not necessarily all the same recording either. Yeah, I know. Because the one, the recording that I that you sent me, because I literally had no idea what any of this was <laughs> today. But, like, the recording that you sent me, I heard both. Like, I heard Yanni more clearly, but if I really wanted to hear Laurel, I, I just would focus on well, Laurel and the, I would hear it. The best part is that Michael and I listened to it last night, and Michael was like, all I hear is, yummy, yummy. <laughs> so, when I heard yummy today, all I heard was Michael in the background going, yummy, yummy. <laughs> it's so annoying. This whole thing is so annoying. Yeah. Just, like, like, the stupid... What color dress do you see? Is it black and gold? Or is it blue and bright? Wait, black and blue. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not going to solve world hunger. It's not. But, you know, it brings the people together while tearing their homes apart. 
Minnesota does. <laughs> Terrible. It is. But yeah, so that happened too. What else happened? Um, the new girl ended. I uh, yeah. Super sad. Which means that we now have to catch up. Yeah, for real. I have to catch up on so much of the new girl. I know. Uh, but I love it. But it's so sad to see. Like I, I love following them on social media and seeing all of them. You know, like all of the cast members. You know. Yeah, it was really stories. sweet. It was. It's really cute, and I'm gonna miss it. And speaking of networks. Yeah. Fox canceled, like, a bunch of great shows. They basically canceled everything. Everything except for that... It's like they all wanted to make room for that stupid Love Connection reboot with Andy Cohen. What fucking show are you talking about? Yeah, there's, like, this new... So, like, every... So, every year around this time, they come out with, like, like some huge, like, live show. Last year, it was the We the People show where they, you know, like, the jury... Where, like, the audience is the jury for... You do know what I'm talking about? No. Oh my god. There was so last year there was this big show where they would take like actual court cases and bring them on like l- like in a live studio setting. Like Judge Judy? Like Judge Judy, but with like an or active Gaso audience. Cerrao? It's more like like Caso Cerrado meets Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Okay. Because they literally would like take votes on like the audience's perspective, like no. They were the judges for, like, no, real cases. They took it too far? They literally had three episodes, maybe, or two. But every year they do this. Every year they, like, make, they, they, they like, cancel a bunch of shows to make room for what they're hoping will be, like, this big hit, like, Utopia, which I still, I'm still a little You're butthurt. <laughs> I loved Utopia in a, in a dumb way. But anyway, so they canceled what? The Mick. They canceled Last Man on Earth. Yeah, which I have to catch up on. Yeah, but Last Man on Earth, wasn't that the one that was saved? No. No, it was Brooklyn Brooklyn, Nine-Nine. Yeah. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine got canceled, but was immediately picked up by NBC. It wasn't immediately picked up by NBC. It was like a whole day of people crying on the social medias. That's true, but... And NBC was like, oh, that's true. Andy Samberg was on SNL. He really was. I mean, I'm I'm happy for them because I I do like Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I just, like, it just sucks because, like, you're getting shows that are well-established and, like, a whole generation of people clearly are enjoying these shows. And you're just going to pull the plug to, like, make room for stupid shit like We the People and now whatever this new one is. It's Love Connection. Like, the old Love Connection from the 70s, but they brought Andy Cohen to the show. And it was insubordable. Yeah, no, for real. But... Whatever, it'll last a couple episodes and we still won't have the make and we still won't have last. No, then we'll have to make room in our lives for a new fucking show. That's gonna be canceled the next year. <sighs> yeah, no. This me. is dumb. Gabe and I were trying to catch up with, with Last Man on Earth yesterday. And like with each episode and with each like hearty giggle, I cried a little because I can't believe that this show is gonna be over. Mm. It's such a good show. People, please, if you've never watched Last Man on Earth do or it. The Mick, just do it. Like, watch them now while you still can on Hulu. They are so funny. I mean, I, I, oh, God. They're so great. Will Forte and, like, that Tandy. whole cast is so hilarious. I okay. Two seasons behind, though. You have to watch this this the season with um with Fred Armisen. Yeah. Oh my god. 
I will. I will. I really like that show. I think that show's great. It's just on me. I guess so much good TV comes out, like, all the time. Yeah, it's hard to keep up with them all. And if it's not on Netflix, forget it. That, I think, is probably the problem with how those shows... Like, I think they're still being ranked the same way, more or less, as, like, like, like Nielsen Box style. Where yeah. You have to actually watch it live. I know that they're, like... They're coming up with better ways to well, track the... If you watch it through Hulu, it gets the rating, like the Nielsen ratings or whatever, are done the same way. Yeah, but that's not that, But that's pretty recent, though. Because that was, I want to say, like, because in 2016, they still didn't really have yeah. a good way of, of, of qualifying these views, especially because people share accounts. Mm-hmm. So, like, it may look like the same like one person is just watching the same episodes over and over, over and over and over again when really you're just giving your account information for yeah you. so it's become harder for networks to be able to clearly graph how audiences are reacting to shows but they're getting better like now that like you know they're able to really hone in on like their advertising pieces which i'm pretty sure hulu has me all wrong like for the past few days i have gotten only ads for Kansas driving without a seatbelt. Like, it's literally the law. Like, it's literally like a PSA that says, it is the law to wear your seatbelts in Kansas. And it's like, no kidding, thank you. And then Kansas University stuff. Oh. So they think I'm in Kansas. Oh, okay, Dorothy. I don't know. Hey, no, mine keeps giving me um, Adam and Eve commercials with, like, that redheaded girl that comes out. In, like, uh, her Inspector Gadget, like, trench. And she's, like, knocking on your screen. And she's, like, we don't have to hide anymore. And, like, she takes off her trench. But then the, the, the dress that she's wearing is too big for her tiny body. Right? It's, like, the most conservative dress to try to sell me, like, dildos and, like, sex stuff. Right? And she's, like, we don't have to hide anymore. Now, with Adam and Eve, you can blah, 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 blah. And, like, she's trying to, like, sell me sex, and I'm like, sweetheart, no one is buying it. No <laughs> one. It's like you're just selling to the whole of the Mormon church. <laughs> she has, like, the most conservative, like, little outfit. And it's like, I get it. You know, families watch stuff on Hulu, but they're, like, terrible at determining Well, they should know our age groups, right? You should, they, I mean... I know, that's why they ask you your age range at the beginning. Exactly, so, I mean... Then again, you could be, like, a 12-year-old kid that's, like, lying. I guess you could, but still... Yeah. But I'm still not from Kansas, you know what I mean? I know, that's, that's terrible. No, and I also get, like, a bunch of, like... I mean, I don't... We don't need to get, like, political here, but I'm... I'm, I'm pretty liberal. And I keep getting, like, all these Republican ads for, like... Rick Scott for governor and stuff. Go fuck yourself. It was like, come on. Uh, can I please? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not voting for him. Mm-mm. So thank you, but no thank you. As a matter of fact, right now, we're at the mids, and I can't wait. I'm waiting for November. Like, you have no idea. Yeah, no, it's going to be a good time. Hopefully, we'll make some good changes to... Vote Marco Rubio out? Yeah, yeah. I said it. But then he has to come back here and, like, live behind your cousin. He no longer lives there. He doesn't the live there? no longer there. No, they sold the house. Oh, they did? Yeah. Good riddance. Yeah. Hasta la buena luego. Well, what if he has to come back anyway? What if he has to rebuy that house? What if he's like, all my memories are in that house? 
whatever. Yeah, he plays like no one cares. Awkward football with himself. In his cha-cha heels. In his cha-cha heels outside. I know, the worst, but anyway. Uh, but let me see. What else happened this week? What else happened last whack? Um, I just finished watching that show, this, uh, the, the Safe. Sa- not The Safe. So it's eight episodes of one person trying to open a safe. Yeah, it's really gripping. And then at the end, when like they finally have all the tools and they think they figured out the codes, they still can't open the safe. And it ends with him thinking that he opened it. But he didn't. Yeah, it's kind of like Inception. It's like, what, did the top fall? Is the top still spinning? Or like when That's someone's trying to like finger blast you? Mm-hmm. And like, it doesn't open any doors? No, at all. No, no. Yeah. I think it actually ends with a finger blast. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's it's really, it's an awkward show. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> is it more awkward or less awkward than Gypsy? No, Gypsy is its own own category of awkward i think there it does like i ah. finished safe gypsy i just you left me honey. i just jumped off that cliff and was like bye never coming back <laughs> see ya no i wouldn't Terrible. i don't think i could ever re i can't even i'm not even gonna pretend i'm gonna try to rewatch that but safe is still awkward but it's awkward for different reasons i think if you really if you like so it's like a a crimey, like broad church style show, but it's led by Michael C. Hall, mm-hmm. who plays a surgeon whose daughter goes missing. So the whole show is him kind of like bypassing, the you law? know, police work and just huh. sort of conducting his own investigation with like his best friend who is also a surgeon. But, like, a surgeon who was once in the army, so he's a little bit more, like, stuffy, you know? Like, he's... Ah. So, it's weird because it does take place in England, and every all the characters and all the actors are English except for Michael C. Hall. And, like... <laughs> does he have the Madonna accent? No. He, he, he has, like, a very subtle... He, he kept it pretty subtle, you know? Like, his little subtle English accent. But it is still, like, clearly not it's not his native accent and it almost makes you feel like you should have just been the american you should have just been an like it did you didn't have to be british to be this character you could have just been an american guy but whatever that's not the point but the point but the whole show is really strange and there's like too many twists and turns but they happen so fast because they only have eight or nine episodes to get through all these twists and turns that like all of a sudden like so and so is uh is is related to so and so and like but so and so is, I don't know it's a, it's a lot I don't want to ruin it. That's fine. In case you want to watch it, or in case anybody's watching it, it is a good time if you really like you know, like, crime you know investigative things. It's fun to like pick up clues and try to like, you know, figure out like how to fit the puzzle together. But, um. I finished that, so there's that. Ah, uh, did. That sounds so exciting. I'm looking forward to it so much. I know. I really sold it. What a great sell. Yeah. You should quit your day job I and should. sell just this one show. Just this one show. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But hey, Netflix, you know, pays pretty pays pretty well. So if they're willing to hire me, looking. Netflix, if you hear me, I'll be happy to sell this show to all of your all viewers. the times. You know, just call me. <laughs> Terrible. What a great plug. Yeah. It was a great plug. Yeah. They're not paying us for that. 
So, do you want to talk about a murder? Do I? A murder most foul. Mm-hmm. So, guys, this week, and trying to figure out what we were going to talk about, we wanted to discuss something that was terrible, uh-huh. like most murders are, but one that technically hasn't been solved. No, never been solved. So we're going to talk about John Bonet Ramsey. Yeah. Um, so for those of you that don't know, I'd be surprised if people don't know though. She was a little beauty pageant queen. So she was a child beauty queen mm-hmm. um, in the 90s. She was born in 1990 and was murdered in 1996. On Christmas. On Christmas. Um, she was, the cause of death was asphyxiation. And the main suspect or, yeah, the person, yeah, the main suspect is the father. Mm-hmm. Um... And it's just been like a very, it's a, it's just been a very sad case. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about it or do you want me to no, try she, my hand? I can, I can talk about it because, okay. um, I mean, there's been a lot of information that's come out about the Jean Benet Ramsey murder. Um, you know, since the '90s, it was a big scandal. It still remains. I think yeah. every once in a while, something you'll new see comes something up. in the tabloids about it. Um, but some key, you know, key things that happened and, and, you know, part of the story is that, so yeah, she was a beauty queen. Her, um, her mother was very active in, in, you know, she was definitely like a stage mom, 110% putting her daughter in pageants and stuff like that. And she was discovered like in her basement, basically, Mm -hmm. um, asphyxiated and whatever. There's a lot of speculation about like how how much the family knew about what it what had happened, how much if they were trying to hide much of yeah. what was going on and who the potential killer was. So yeah, her father was one of the suspects, but another one of her su- the suspects was her brother. Oh yeah. Cuz her brother was like, you know, maybe not that much older than he is mm-hmm. or how much older than she was. Um but uh basically, you know, it was just a really strange case cuz there was like a ransom note, like basically what they claimed was somebody came into the house and like took her out of her bed and strangled her and left this ransom note saying like, you need to pay me so much money. Well, no, I'm, I digress. They basically said that somebody came and kidnapped her at first. They didn't find her in the basement for a while. Which and that, odd. which was odd. But then, so like when the police came they found this ransom note that looked and sort of mimicked a lot of the same handwriting characteristics as her, as Patsy um, Ramsey. Yeah. And strangely, when when they requested like a certain dollar amount, like you need to deliver this much money to us in order to find her, like the exact amount of money that was in there, it wasn't like a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars. It was like. A hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars, some with forty-two cents. Yeah, a very specific number, which also happened to be the same, more or less amount that the the that the father had received as a bonus, like a Christmas bonus. Mm. So the fact that they would that they, that was written in the letter, and the letter was also like five pages long. Yeah, it was very stri- 
It was just really strange. Um, there was speculation that it was like these cre- this like creepy old man who like was sort of you know just like Being had like gave, gave off a lot of pedophilic vibes in the neighborhood and whatever. But they were never never really able to tie it to anything. And one of the only real clues that they were able to you know take from it mm-hmm. was um, that when they performed an autopsy on John Bonet, they found. Um, pineapple in her system they found like pineapple in her in her stomach and it was already known that her and her brother had gotten into a fight earlier that day about her eating his pineapple Pineapple. slices so you know and and her brother has always been pretty like you know like the parents had been very very protective of him and they never i mean they they claimed and, you know, with reason, you know, because he's a young kid, they didn't want to get him involved. It was pretty traumatic as is. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, he's never, like, I wouldn't, like, my my feeling is that he must have, like, hit her over the head really hard or something. And she died. I do actually think it was the brother, like, in my, yeah. in my like, my instinct tells me it was well, the brother. A, it was definitely asphyxiation. Yeah, but... But, I don't know. Let me look it up. It was death by asphyxiation. It was. But, it was weird. There was something else about the panties. Yeah, I think that, like, it was nearby. It wasn't, like, on her person. Which is odd. Um, And I know that people think also that it's the father, based out of, like, jealousy for the success that his daughter had in Mm -hmm. this pageant community which is an odd thing to be jealous of your child about mm-hmm. yeah no the whole thing is pretty no but see it was she was killed by a strangulation and a skull fracture oh okay yeah so there was some evidence of uh, that she was you know hit in the head with some sort of blunt object um but they did find um a garrote uh, which is like a nylon cord Mm-hmm. Uh, and a broken handle of a paintbrush that was tied around her neck and had been used to strangle her. And parts of the bristle ends were found uh, in a bathtub that contained Patsy um, Patsy's art supplies. So what's really sad about this is that even if we we even if there was more, even now that we have mm-hmm. more information and there's more technology, like forensics has obviously excelled. Um, you know, in the past, you know. 15 to 20 years mm-hmm. the, the 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 possible culprits have like since passed away like patsy um she ended up she had cancer and yeah. passed away um and i forgot what happened to john did he pass away as well i don't think he passed i don't remember but uh but the truth is that there's like if if, if they were gonna find anything out and if they were gonna pin it on anyone it, it's like long gone it's long never gonna happen um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a really, really sad story. And she was a really cute little girl. Yeah. So that made it even more sensational to people, you mm-hmm. know, because she was such a, she was a, she was like a little doll. She was yeah. just a little doll with this, these big blue eyes and beautiful blonde hair. And, and it's a very sad story. It was very similar to like, um, Jimmy Rice. Cause Jimmy Rice happened the year before. In 95. And then we got John Bonet like the following year. And I remember my mom just being like, no one's going out in this house, like ever. Never. 
And that's literally what happened. My mom was like, if I'm not outside watching you, you can't go outside. Mm-hmm. Which was literally, like, the end of, we're going to go out and play in the middle of the street without a care in the world. Nope. Not, nope. not too much. That didn't exist anymore. And the fact that, like, we still don't know who killed John Bonet is... Yeah. It's gut-wrenching. And there's a lot of great... Um, if, if it's something that you're ever curious about, there's, um, there's this really interesting documentary the one on netflix yeah but it's not so much a documentary it's really strange it's 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 i forgot what it's called it's called, it's called it's, like being john benet no it's casting john benet casting john benet yeah and they literally are going through like a casting process for like the character like as yeah. if they were really trying to cast the family and they're and you learn about the case based on the research that was conducted by each of these actors. So when they talk about their approach to how they're going into this audition for Damn. that role, they talk about like I'm pulling I'm pulling this because I my I research told me this. Um so it's a really interesting way mm-hmm. of learning about the case, but there's also a ton of other like 2020s and other yeah. like investigative reports, like investigative discovery um, cases that were done on this, or like shows that were done on this. Um, but yeah, yeah, that's sad. And you mentioned Jimmy Rice, which is interesting because, like, I feel like you know Jimmy Rice was so is such a. It, I mean, it was a sensational case, but it was more sensational here in South Florida yeah. than I feel it was anywhere else because I've never really seen any other. Like, I've never seen any, like, mass, like, big network production on the story of Jimmy Rice. Yeah. And I think it's because it's too disturbing. It's extremely disturbing. Like, I decided to do some research on it not so long ago. And, man, like, this poor child and, like, also that poor family because the mom passed away in the early 2000s, and then the sister committed suicide, like, oh three God. years ago. So just, um, for those who don't know, and not to get, like, too deep into it, and because um, it could be pretty disturbing to it folks, is, yeah. but Jimmy Rice is, uh, was a, was a boy, he was about nine years old, um, he was, he lived in Homestead, well, he was born in Homestead, uh, but ultimately, he just lived in South yeah. Florida, um, and, about 15 days, like two weeks before his 10th birthday, he was basically abducted. On his um, way home. On his way home, he was riding the bus from school. And he was a. And uh, essentially, he was uh, ultimately found, um, but he was, uh, he was dismembered. Mm-hmm. Uh, parts of his uh, body were found in like cement blocks and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And it was discovered that he had been not only. Um, like he was essentially raped mm-hmm. and uh, sexually assaulted, and and they were able to find and convict the person um, who did it, uh, and he actually was uh, ultimately executed in yep. Florida in two thousand and fourteen, but um, but he he like shot him and did a bunch of terrible yeah things. he like mutilated and raped him and then I think. There was a moment where he tried to escape, and that's when yeah, that's when this man him. killed him. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty. And what's worse is that you know, since we grew up, like 
he was born maybe two years before I was. He was yeah. born in, in 85, so he would have been 33 years old today. Mm-hmm. And because we were so young when it happened, it really did change the way that parents parented in yeah. South Florida. I know for a fact, I mean, just like your mom, my mom did the same thing. Like, you know, I grew up more or less being able to like, you know, at least run around in my neighborhood and, you know, play with the neighborhood kids yep. and, you know. Like, well, like my, those years of mine were in Cuba mm-hmm. and like, I was, I never wore a shirt. Like most of my childhood photos is me with like, without a shirt, like, hi. <laughs> um, and then getting here in July 95 and like the untimely murder, like death and murder of Jimmy Rice a couple of months later was just like my mom's telling me, oh yeah. No vas a salir afuera sola. Like, you're not going to go outside by yourself. Like, never. If anybody wants to see you or play with you, they need to come into the house. Basically, like, to this day, if I hang out with someone that my mom doesn't know, she she basically, like, has a list of questions for me to make sure that, like, everything's kosher. <laughs> and that they're not trying to, like, murder me. Well, yeah, of course. I do, in a way, feel that, like... I forgot there was a statistic... About like like one out of I forgot how you? many people. Don't worry. I can't promise anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's like one out of like fifteen people in your life, or one out of fifteen people that you meet on the street, or something. Um, that statistic is, is totally inaccurate, but it is like a jarring number. It's like one out of something. Like one, like maybe around one out of fifteen people that you see like on the street, like going into like Dolphin Mall, has killed a person. Crazy. That's crazy, right? Doesn't that keep you from ever wanting to leave your home? I'm never leaving my home. Mm-hmm. Like, you're never gonna see me again. No. Once I leave your house, I'm gonna go to mine, and I'm never leaving. Well, luckily you can work from home. We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was uh so like after the after Jimmy Rice and and then shortly thereafter with John Benet yeah. Ramsey, it was just. Like, one after another. And I have to really say that part of my curiosity about true crime yeah. and stuff really did stem from those cases. Because if, if it affected my parents so much to change my routine and to warn me about strangers. And I remember they would have, like, mass assemblies in elementary school about, like... Because, for example, like, Jimmy Rice, he was shot, right? Yeah. And... I remember as clear as day being in my elementary school auditorium. Michael was probably there too. <laughs> and it was a it was a police officer teaching us how to zigzag. Oh yeah. He was teaching us how to zigzag. If somebody were to approach us with a gun, you zigzag to run away from them so that they can't get a clear shot. And like that was the discussion for like two or three okay. years. And you know, it's well, such a critical time. I learned how to zigzag away from something that's following me because we were going on a field trip to the Everglades and we were told that should we be chased by an alligator, you need to zigzag because their tails, like, they can't zigzag because of their tails because it'll, like, uh, mess up their equilibrium or whatever. So you heard it here, folks. (laughs) If you're being chased by a croc or an alligator, you run in zigzags. See, this is a South Florida education, if I ever heard one. Right. How um, to run from alligators, how to run from gunshots. Yeah. R- run from gunshots, just like random gunshots. Just random gunshots, just zigzag. 
to zigzag. Running away from someone, zigzag. Mm-hmm. We're just going to, like, house. go downstairs. We're just going to see people, like, zigzagging everywhere. Can you imagine? Could you... It, it, you could really see if there was, like, a real change in the culture. If, like, somehow everyone just slightly walks or moves in a zigzag yeah. formation just because of all of these yep. PSAs we live through. That'd be an interesting Yo. study. Yo. That would be... I wonder if they would see, like, a pattern in the way that we walk. But, yeah. But I, I know for a fact that um, that true crime is uh, something that will fascinate me forever. And um, it'll only get worse when if I'm only have children. I, I actually am genuinely scared of how how I will be able to continue my interest, like continue this strange obsession when I have kids. Because I really don't think that I, th- I don't think kids, I think kids should have a healthy fear. Of their environment, but not that, like, not not this healthy, though. Uh, you know? It's fine. We came out okay. Because, like, your mom introduced you to true crime mom was basically like, don't trust anyone. Everyone's trying to kill you and rape you. And sometimes in that order. Yep. Ugh. Necrophilia. Necrophilia. Um, so that's always fine. Wow, we really, like, took it real down, you know? We were talking about all this vacation stuff. So, anyway, back to dicks. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Dicks. Yeah. Uh, how long, short they can be. hmm Wide. Girthy not, not girthy. not girthy. Earthy, not earthy. You know, next episode, we're going to really talk about the balls. You know, they're just they a neglected, area. sad little thing there. Things. Yeah. Things. Or thing, depending on what happened to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Or nothing. Or nothing. But, you know, we'll definitely talk about those and how and, and how you can really, you know... Just go for it. Just go for it. Or don't. Whatever. We'll yeah, see. Whatever. If your partner you. hates it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just too shy to be like, you know, I would love it if you would just go for my balls sometime. Exactly. But that's a whole, that's a conversation that Our we moms should... must be proud. Yeah, I really hope my mom never listens to this episode. Because it's going to start with dicks. Yeah. And it ends with, with dicks. dicks. And balls. This is a really... With dick and balls. Okay, we're going to go now. Yeah. Because it's only going to get worse from here. Mm-hmm. So have a good night and yeah. have a good weekend. And we'll see you, in, well, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah. Okay. Are we not talking with them next week? Yeah, well, if I say I'll see you next week, it's weird because they're not. You'll hear <laughs> us next week. Uh, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Baby Lambs Podcast. Artwork was provided by Janabelle Art. You can follow her on all of her social medias. She's on Instagram and Facebook. And you can follow us on Instagram via our handle at Baby Lambs Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at Baby Lambs PCast or Baby Lambs Podcast. You can find us now on iTunes. And Google Play, yeah, yeah. and even on Castbox, which is actually a really cool app. Also, by finding us via our handle Baby Lambs Podcast, or by visiting our website at babylambspodcast.com. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>